Henry. Hello, Jessica. What are you... how... Henry Quinn? What are you doing here? What are you doing here? This is my brother's house. Jason was your brother. Can I help you? I knew it. You knew what exactly? Who is this, Jess? You just said my name, kid. You don't remember? Let's go. We need to go. Keep an eye on your friend, Jessica. My guess is he's next. Henry Quinn was released from police custody last night due to lack of evidence. The 38-year-old bellman at Burke Hill Inn and Spa is no longer considered a suspect for the murder of high school student Emmett King. The teen's death has the small community in turmoil, and with no suspects on the horizon for this case or for the mysterious and chillingly similar death of Bill Jeffries, who was killed while Mr. Quinn was in custody, police have set a curfew for Stony Creek, perpetuating the growing fear amongst residents that a serial killer is on the loose. For the last couple of weeks, I've tried to talk to Officer Donna Bentham about Emmett and the engrave. She's the senior lead officer for Stony Creek. I wanted to ask her questions about the investigation, about the Stony Creek deaths, about everything that everybody is refusing to talk about. Is there really a monster, a creature from the Black Lagoon that lives in our own backyard? Is the engrave real? Does she believe? Or worse, does she not need to believe? Does she know? Unfortunately, I haven't been too successful in my efforts. Officer Bentham, please, just a minute of your time. Excuse me, hon, let me by. Have you looked into the missing persons report for Jason Ross Quinn from Port Moody? Jason Ross Quinn is Henry Quinn's brother. Excuse me? It's been, it's been reported that... Yeah, hi, hello. I wanted to inquire about a boy who may have gone missing or is perhaps just lost in Finder's Forest. I don't have like a time frame or anything for you, but I'm just wanting to know if you've received any calls in general about a missing boy, like a family member or hello? Officer Donna Bentham was an impenetrable wall. She's held Emmett's investigation close to her bulletproof vest since the moment she was called to the scene of the crime. And even though she's known me my entire life, even though she's married to my mom's best friend, even though for the first 10 years of my life I called her auntie, I couldn't crack her. Donna Bentham could not be broken until now. You're listening to my story, to Bill's, to Emmett's, to Noah's. This is Stony Creek.
get it? Thank you, Jesse. I just, I can't be on the record. This is a conversation between a mother and son, and you're lucky to be included. It's in my bag, and it's off Officer Bentham. Oh, God, please stop calling me Officer Bentham. Makes me feel very uncomfortable. Just, I wanted to be professional. I, I didn't want you to think of me. What did you see, Noah? Um, I don't remember much. He was nice. He spoke softly. His voice was very warm. I, I mean, I liked him. I really don't know what to say here. Did you see his face? No. What did he say? He lost his kid. He said he was about four years old, had brown hair, wasn't from here, that sort of thing. He was so real, Mom. And he was real, right? I mean, you have to tell me he's real and I'm not seeing things. It's Henry Quinn, isn't it? Hey, everyone. Oh. Hey, Stephanie. How you doing, sweetheart? Hi, Nick. Hey, hon. Could you, um, could you give us a minute, please? Is everything okay? Hi there. I'm Noah. Very funny. Excuse me? You're a real laugh riot. I'm sorry. Have we met? Noah, that is, that's your dad. Shut up. Don't be an asshole. What's going on here? Noah, how many times have you seen him? Seen who? This guy? Stop that. Emmett didn't know who his dad was either. How many times have you seen the man from the woods? Just once? Oh, my God. It's Henry, isn't it? What do you know about Henry Quinn? We know he's a freak. He follows me. He's always there. He's, he scares me, Donna. That's all I need to know. Henry Quinn wasn't from Stony Creek, but his dad was. Donna. No one needs to know, Nick. All right? He needs to know so he can stay far, far away from him. He'll be okay so long as he knows. You have to trust me. You have to trust him. We need to leave. We need to get the hell out of here. We can't, Nick. You know that. This is our life now. Noah's already dead. You know that. Mom? Have you ever heard of Stephen Duncan? Stephen Duncan? He's, he's like the only person to ever move away from here, right? He's not like the only person to ever move away from here. He is the only person. Stony Creek is different. What are you talking about? Why does no one move away? Why do all of you kids, all of us when we were kids, grow up together, go to the same elementary school, the same high school, and then all go to the same community college, if we even go to college, which, let's be honest, doesn't happen all that often around here? Do you think that's what everyone from every small town does? Just never leaves? I never thought about it. I, I guess I just like it here. No. No, I'm sorry, but you're wrong. Steve Duncan didn't just leave town in 1972. He was the first person in Stony Creek to ever go missing. And when his body was found at Port Moody's border eight years later, he'd been skinned alive. Everything on the inside was on the outside. His casing, his skin, his, his face, his entire outer layer, everything was just gone. All that remained was his blood, organs, muscles, and his skeleton strewn about the edge of the forest with 
his arms and fingers stretching toward the tree line, trying to find, to crawl its way back. You think Steve Duncan is the engrave? And we think Henry Quinn is his son. I'm standing with Noah at the edge of Finder's Forest. After a three-hour and what felt like strictly vertical hike, we found our way to another viewpoint, one I've actually never seen before. We're looking out into the small town of Port Moody and we're wondering, should we take that next step? We've been here before. We were here this morning, actually. I played softball in Port Moody when I was 12. I played in Cranbrook, and I played in Pell River. I went to sleepover camp at White Pine, and my mom, she's taken me shopping at Tall Oaks Mall since before I can even remember. That's where I got my prom dress, pink and sparkly. I've left Stony Creek before, so the idea that we live in this small town that's different than any other, it's ridiculous, isn't it? There's no gravitational pull that, that keeps me from spreading my wings, and there's no quicksand that lines the borders, trapping me. There's no such thing as a small town called Purgatory, right? Are you coming? Do I have a choice? When Noah and I started walking once again toward Jason Quinn's house in Port Moody, I, I didn't pay attention to how it made me feel. I felt nervous. I felt scared. I felt sick. I didn't feel nauseous, though, and I wasn't in any pain. I was throbbing. My entire body pulsed and vibrated, like I was a guitar string that had just been plucked. My head felt full and heavy, like my brains were expanding and pushing against my skull. I don't... I don't know why, but there was something about it I liked. Did I always feel this way when leaving Stony Creek? Not wrong, but, but also not right? Had I never noticed it until now? And was it because I was walking towards something or because I was walking away? You okay? Yeah. You don't look good. Last time we left Stony Creek for a significant amount of time. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Probably tryouts for the miners. Well, what happened? I didn't make it. Yeah, but what happened? I had the fucking flu. That's what happened. You had the flu? Yes. The whole time you were gone. Yes, Jess. What was the last vacation you guys took? I've never been on a vacation. You know that. You're an asshole. What was the last vacation you all went on? saying my name? No, I'm not. Stop it. Yes, you are. Jess, stop fucking around. I'm not, Noah. Wait, hold on. 
shut up. Holy fuck. Right there. He's right there. What? Who? Stop. Noah, stop it. That's him. Oh my god, his fucking arms. Run! Stony Creek. I heard Henry's wife left him for another man, and it was then when he went postal and moved to Stony Creek. Where are you getting your info from, Jess? Google, Facebook. I've looked him up. Okay, how many Henry Quinns were there? What are you saying? This episode of Stony Creek was produced by Danielle McKechnie and Mike Pence. You can learn more about the show and its team over at stonycreekpodcast.com. You can also follow our mysterious town on social media through Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Stony Creek Pod. Thank you to our producer, Ali Bernacki. The Stony Creek theme and score was created by the amazing Evan Duffy. Artwork by Jahan Carluin. And Helene Carluin runs our website. <laughs>